Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. And um, a lot has happened. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Um, I mean, there's not really anything in the way of media that we can really introduce into the lineup that would really address what's happening right now. Um we had a whole plan for Pride Month, and that's going to continue, but there are so many uh, GoFundMes and bail donations going around. I highly suggest anybody who is able to donate to those uh, when they can. Yeah, I was actually going to bring this up, and I forgot before we started, mm-hmm. but... um. I don't want to plug our Patreon this month. I want to put some donation links and stuff on our Twitter and ask people to do that instead. Absolutely. Just, um, we're going to start this off with a lot is happening. Um, (laughs) please support the protesters. It is wholly ridiculous. Um, what black people in America have to go through constantly, um, outside of this. And with all the um, thin blue line uh, pushback that they're getting, they absolutely (laughs) deserve all the financial help they can get. Yeah. Like, if you're able to protest, protest. If you're able to Mm -hmm. donate, donate. If you are in a position where you can't do either of those things, at least just share stuff and like, yeah, be a good ally. It's and just, it's it's awful. It's really awful. And this has been happening for too long, and I hope to God that this at least is going to enact some change. For yeah. Once. Also. I want to say, since we are doing Pride Month stuff, to you queers that I see being like, but writing doesn't help. You got all of your rights from writing, so shut the hell up. And also, like, just shut up in general. (laughs) Exactly. Outside of this specific time where we're getting up-to-date information where a lot of the violence is incited on the side of the police, I think that's a very awful stance to take. And you should shut your mouth. Exactly. regardless of that fact, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Just be quiet. It's not your time to speak. Exactly. Writing, quote unquote, is happening for a reason. And this time, the reason isn't a sports team lost, um, which happened way too frequently with no addressing from the government but this is somehow like worse (laughs) it's also i don't there hasn't even been much writing almost all the protests have been peaceful and the parts that aren't peaceful have been incited by the police and if you're any of those non-black protesters or even people that aren't going to protest and are just smashing stores and stealing because you think it's fun 
what the fuck is wrong with you? This is a serious issue. <laughs> yeah. And I was really hoping to talk about, um, like, just Pride Month stuff, but this needs to be addressed. And, like, I know this isn't really the podcast to do it, but... No, it needs want, to be said, like... We like, want to make we it have, clear. <laughs> exactly. Like, we have limited reach, and all of the people that I know listen to this, I know, agree with us. But I, I don't know everybody who listens to this, and I need you to understand where we stand and leave if you don't agree with us. Yes. It's... <laughs> what ha- What has happened currently... And so many decades in the past is wholly unacceptable. And it's ridiculous that it's 2020 and we're still begging for the the least amount of human respect afforded to this community is appalling. (laughs) And it's literally just asking to not be killed. Yeah. And again, Anybody who is bitching and moaning about Pride being cancelled is so disgusting. <laughs> and how, Like, how like, tone deaf can you be? It, it's just wholly negating the fact that there are black, gay, and trans individuals that need support. In fact, there are increasing numbers of black trans victims coming out daily. Exactly. And it's just... So to ignore that during Pride Month and instead say that you can't get wasted in the street for a weekend is ridiculous. Pride Month would not exist if it were not for trans women of color. Exactly. So, just... (laughs) A very aggressive housekeeping to start off this month. Um, We're sorry we missed the last couple uploads. Again, a lot is happening outside of that even. Um, Corona is still (laughs) um, rampant regardless. So um, we're just... There's a lot of stuff that is beyond our control currently. And honestly, it's better to spend time to outreach for the for these specific causes instead of recording but now that we have time and we can sit down and even mention this more than what we're tweeting is yeah (laughs) beneficial like i said we'll get some donation links and stuff up on the podcast twitter and if you go to our individual twitters there's a ton of stuff there already so um just in general we want to make it known that uh fuck cops <laughs> yeah fuck cops black lives matter obviously the fact that this is in contention you, is just if you disagree with us leave we don't want you listening yeah so anyway <laughs> to begin pride month <laughs> we watched the gay and wondrous life of caleb gallo which um was very big online a couple years back. I don't Yeah, think... like two or two or three years. Yeah. Um, which is wild because it's a lot older than that, but <laughs> Yeah, it just got 
big a while after it came out, but like it's a five episode YouTube series. It's like ten minutes, a couple hours maybe. Like an episode, it's nothing. <laughs> you you can watch it in like less than an afternoon. Yeah, I watched it. Like I said, I think it maybe took two hours, if that, because mm-hmm. the episodes are all like twenty minutes or less. Uh that being said, it's um, I just genuinely enjoy the game Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo because, especially when it came out like twenty sixteen, a lot of gay media was so stereotypical and like for a straight girl of a certain type that you all have <laughs> known if you've been on the <laughs> internet. Uh, yeah. So this, I don't know, I, I really like this because it was written by a gay man for the gay community. It's incredibly funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It has like drama but it's not the kind of drama that you typically see in queer media it's like actual stuff that goes on in these communities yeah it's drama wholly within this one person's life instead of like (laughs) my parents you know right like i'm kind of fearing that situation so i don't want to be reminded of that in the gay media i consume yeah I would much rather it be drama incited because I am messy than anything. <laughs> and that's what this which is. is. Which is what all the drama in this is. It's so funny. And like even then, all the characters are just hilarious in their own right. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there's not like a single character I dislike. Yeah. Um, obviously, the best character is Freckle. Yes. Um, like, without. Like, there's no question about that. Because I can almost 100% certainty guarantee that everybody has seen something from this. And it's almost always going to be sometimes things that are expensive are worse. Exactly. Like, you know that. Anything else that's up. For debate, but you know that specific line at least, if not that whole scene, because that's hilarious. Which honestly might not even be the funniest thing Freckle says. Oh God, no! It might like there's, but it's it's funny, but it's like there's so much, there's just so much Freckle's that's so hilarious. Funny. Um, I I really love Freckle, that whole character. Uh. <laughs> I hope the person who played Freckle knows how iconic they are. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> for for real. There's no, like, I've been on <laughs> their uh, Twitter. Uh, their okay, IMDb, good. So, like, they know. Which is good. wholly right for them, too. But, uh, yeah, like, I love all the characters. I mean, like, I'm not... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't think we necessarily need to go through every character for this because like I said it's short you can watch it yourself but I do also want to give a shout out to I can't remember her name off the top of my head but Caleb's sister god yeah (laughs) she's so funny she's so fucking funny I love everything about that character it's just like 
again, this web series, as someone who is attempting to create, um, I'm, <laughs> which is a little off topic. I know I've mentioned it before, but it's just like consuming my life right now. I'm attempting my first DMing uh, soon. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. really like, this is such a wonderful example of making characters. And like, yes, because they're all such characters. I mean, they feel real. But like, honestly, you know what? If you're a straight viewer with like zero contact with the gay community, these are going to seem outlandish. But <laughs> but if you aren't like if you have contact with the community, I guarantee, you know, somebody similar to every single one of these. characters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that being said, again, I don't remember her character's name. That's the one character I could not find the name for. Uh, no matter how many times I watch it, no matter what I click on, I can't find her fucking name. It's just like Caleb's sister. Um, she is a failed actress um, <laughs> with a nudist compulsion. <laughs> She's so fucking funny. Um, one of my favorite scenes, like one of my favorite jokes from this is one of her scenes where she's detailing how she got blacklisted uh from hollywood and that's because okay her name is tatiana tatiana okay oh what a fitting name queen of the fairies but yeah holy i was just gonna bring that same scene up because it's maybe my favorite part of the whole series it's so funny yes it's so funny it's so fucking funny she she's like crying she's wiping tears out of her eyes and she's like I got arrested for trying to steal a fillet of fish. And then they, Len is like, "How do you even steal from McDonald's?" And she goes, "Dead, like deadpan. You have to climb over the counter." Honestly, my favorite part of that is what the when he's like, "Why were you stealing a fillet of fish?" And she was, she just goes, "I was a pescatarian at the time." <laughs> no, like. No addressing the fact that it was attempting to steal a fillet of fish. It was the reasoning behind why it was a fillet of fish. Yeah. It's honestly so like she's like crying, like like oh, I've been through hard times, kind of crying that like no, the yeah, YouTubers like, do in their apology videos. Like I think, I think Freckle is funnier overall, but oh, yeah. I think that moment is like the funniest hands down i'm also just like consistently amused by the fact that um len's full name is lenjamin lenjamin yeah not he corrects people when they call him lenny yeah uh <laughs> which, like, because at the time that i watched that that was peak humor for me so like i really got a kick out of that and again, I love how it's not addressed in any, like, why the fuck is your name Lenjamin? It's just like, oh, okay. The joke That's is- his name. His name is Lenjamin. <laughs> like, it's just dropped. No one goes into it. His name is Lenjamin, and that's the funny part. <laughs> it's the same vein as, like, Cardi B's full name is Cardigan Backyardigan. <laughs> I love those jokes. That is, like... <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Just in general, this is so funny, and like, this is just essentially going to be an episode where we pick out funny moments, but yeah. we should at least go over the the general plot line for um, Caleb yeah. Gallo, which 
in the title, it kind of lays it out what it is. It's just kind of like, how much time passes in this? Like, maybe a week? I honestly don't know. It's hard, but like... It's unclear. It's unclear. But it's not long. Yeah. It is, at most, a month is the farthest amount of time I want to give this series. Yeah, exactly. Um, So it's obviously centers on Caleb Gallo. Mm-hmm. Like it's named after him. Obviously, he's the main character. I, I sure hope he's the main character. <laughs> it kind of sets up early on. He's in love with this person, Benicio, who's in England, who wants to be an actor, wants mm-hmm. to move to America to be an actor, but doesn't have enough acting credits to get his like work visa or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then he's also in love with. His straight. his straight friend, yeah, um, Benny, Billy, 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 yes. yeah. Um, so that's kind of the main plot line with other stuff going on, obviously. Yeah, um, but in general, it's kind of two separate love triangles, <laughs> yeah, which are so like devoid of animosity that it's so refreshing yeah it's like there's the love triangle that's like um Caleb Billy and Benicio but then there's also Caleb Billy and Karen Karen. yeah and both are um I mean it they're there's not a lot of time that you spend with these characters. They're so well defined that like you can tell their motivations for a lot of shit. Yes, exactly. So and like I don't know, this may just be from my own personal standpoint where I worked for like two and a half years with a Caleb that I understand how that <laughs> the gay man that falls in love with his straight best friend immediately works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, it just, it feels like I'm not shocked that Caleb is kind of situated in this kind of romantic <laughs> entanglement. Uh, <laughs> it's just also um, way more believable after they establish that a good chunk of the cast are actors or acting students at an art yeah. school. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like they would act this way regardless of orientation. Exactly. So, again, not surprising. I feel like everything that happens happens very in character, especially even with uh, Benicio, and he gets so little screen time. In the show. <laughs> he gets a decent amount the last two or three episodes. Yeah, but it's just like but he doesn't the, really... Before that, he's like in another country, so it makes sense. Yeah, It's just like he's so well written and acted that like I I fully understand this character. And we don't get a lot about it. A lot about this character either. Yeah, but you get it. Because it's well written. Yeah, it just... I. It's shocking how well written this series is for being posted to YouTube in 2016 and they're all like a 20 minute episode. Yeah, exactly. 
they're so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I feel like we can go through at least like the main cast. Yeah. Uh, next, there's obviously Caleb. Uh, we kind of talked about Caleb already. Yeah, it's just let's Caleb start... <laughs> wants to be a theater teacher. Yeah, I I think Caleb's funny. I mean, like, I'm so glad I don't live like a Caleb, but obviously I can live near Caleb's. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Being close enough to the eye of the hurricane that is how Caleb lives his life is fine, but like being the hurricane is terrifying to me. So <laughs> Yeah, and the I know exactly I'm not like gonna say anything, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, I know you, you say do. you work with the Caleb. So. <laughs> I know you do because you so also work Caleb. with the Caleb. Exactly. <laughs> so we have Caleb then who do we want to go to next? I mean, let's. Kate shows up next, so let's just go to Kate. Um, Karen. Oh, Karen. What? Why did I call her Kate? I don't know, but. Whoa. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen, Karen is Caleb's best friend. Yes. She wants to be an actress. Mm-hmm. Like um, again, most of them do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know what much to say about her. I do like her character a lot. Yeah. It's just um, she's very she's not she's not one of like the funniest characters, but she seems no. like one of the most grounded characters. And I and in a way, that. one of the most relatable. Yeah. She really holds a lot of the scenes together. Because it's not yes. like she's a typical straight man where none of the humor involves her. She still No, a lot of the humor is around her. Yeah, and she still indulges in a lot of the same activities that all the other characters do. It's just again, she's not like living her life in a constant state of like code red. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's really great. I think I don't know. The thing that really sticks out to me is her relationship with Caleb. I just really genuinely loved <laughs> their relationship. Yeah. It's such a sweet, pure friendship. And, like, I love the fact that she called him to be like, come over to my house because there's a guy that won't leave and I need you to be just, like, gay. Be as stereotypical as possible to get him out of here. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and then, again, around the same vein as Karen, there's Billy, which he doesn't do much. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Billy's character just because I I don't I just genuinely don't like the trope of like falling for the straight friend and then all all that that comes with it and that's essentially just what Billy is see but I I really like Billy <laughs> not necessarily because of the tropey parts of it but because Billy becomes more than that mm-hmm and, like, I can also relate to Billy in the sense of, like, Billy doesn't know what's happening and doesn't know yeah. how he feels about anyone. Yeah. And I completely, completely relate to that. It's just, um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just, like, I want one straight in my gay media. <laughs> and let- But I would argue that Billy is not 
straight by the end of it. Yeah. But also, like, they already got, like, the whole questioning thing with Lynn, so I don't know. I I think it's different. Yeah. Because Lynn is, like, he read an article that said bisexual people were more successful in business. Yeah. So he decided he was bisexual, and obviously it didn't work because he wasn't. Whereas I think Billy actually actually is. Yeah. And just doesn't understand what, like, is having a really hard time with mm-hmm. it. And I can relate to that. Yeah, and as someone who kind of defined their bisexuality um, relatively recently, so, like, uh, timeline-wise, late in my life, <laughs> as it is still ongoing, uh, I, I fully relate to that. But again, it's just, I don't know. I don't like I don't like seeing it, I guess. That's fair. <laughs> but uh let's we can move on to Len, I guess. There's... So Len <laughs> is Len is probably my least favorite character. Okay. <laughs> I really um, liked Len. I don't know what it is. I think it's the Legimin thing, honestly. I think he has some really good moments, like when they're having their second shirtless dance party at Tatiana's house, yeah. and he's just like manically going through his lines for his audition. Yes, like, I like that part a lot. But other than that, I think Len is like the most boring character. To and me. that's fully fair. He is so incredibly boring. But I think he's necessary. He again, like given the events of the last episode, he does kind of hold their group together in some ways, yeah. Because, um, but he still bores me, yeah. So, he's my least <laughs> favorite. He doesn't, again, he doesn't do much, he's more of like a commentary character, but I think it's it's very fun. <laughs> the name, Lenderman, is so funny, and I love the date between him and Freckle that Caleb's just on with. No, Caleb isn't there for most of it. He shows up at the end oh, because they ask him to come. That's right. But they, the date goes terribly because, again, Len is not by. Yeah, and like the way he went about trying to figure that out as well is he's like... It's terrible. He's like, I want to see if I'm by, so I'll date a gender fluid individual yeah which I think would be more confusing when you're trying to figure out that exactly but it's also like the joke is like he's not actually bi at all he just thinks it'll make him more successful exactly but which is like I didn't like that storyline specifically I didn't didn't either because yeah (laughs) Like as a bi person, I was like, "That's not kind great. of offensive." Yeah, it's on many fronts just ridiculous. But um, but anyways, we did get a lot of good freckle content out of it. Uh, yes. So with that, freckle. let's move on to freckle next. The best character of this. The best fucking character. It really sucks that um, <laughs> Jordan Alvarez's uh, little passion project got wholly overshadowed by his friend Freckle. 
I honestly, there's no way you could write all that and not know that would happen, though. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Freckle's so funny. Every line out of her goddamn God. mouth. There's like the whole, the whole speech you've all seen, I'm sure. Yes. That ends with sometimes things that are expensive. Well, it it doesn't end with sometimes things that are expensive or worse. It yeah. has that, and then it ends with, and then I suck both of their dates. Yeah. Which is so good. She's so funny. And then, did you do the monologue by one of the masters, Cameron Diaz? Um, I see a lot of people quoting, because <laughs> uh, I'm an alien, with, in response yeah. to um, not toweling off before putting a bathrobe on. Yeah. How do you just put that on when you're still all wet? <laughs> But um, my ultimate every line out of Freckles' mouth is gold. I don't like the um the one where she's going to the audition, and like she has this really funny uh couple lines before she's like, "I'm on like six beta blockers and two iced coffees. Let's go!" And then like they're psyching her, uh, Caleb psyching her up, and she's he's like, "You're a pizza," and she's like, "I'm a pizza." I I didn't find that funny. But I didn't find that, but I find everything right before that really exactly. funny because she's like, she says the six beta blockers and an ice coffee, but then she goes, I'm drunk. Yeah. And Caleb is like, you drove here. Yeah. But um, I do want to mention my, my favorite freckle line, which is so inconsequential. It happens in the first episode. Um, it is the last thing said in that first episode where they have their shirtless dance party at, um, I believe it's at her place. Is it not? Or is it at Car- uh, Karen's? It's at Len. It's at Len. Oh, totally off on that. But um, the camera's going around and they're all dancing. They're having a fun time. And then Freckles lounge across this couch and she looks dead in the camera and she's like, I'm a fucking bitch. And then it cuts to black. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite freckle line is actually at the very, it's the very last line in the whole series in the last episode where they have like this big emotional moment and then Freckle takes the microphone and goes, does anyone have any god God damn damn weed? (laughs) Oh my god, she's just so funny. Honestly. It's so good. It's so fucking good. The, like, just dry as shit delivery of all her fucking lines is so good it's like it's all 100% like serious but it's funny it's like a delivery you expect out of a Batman movie they're at the hot springs and she's like I'm bored I'm leaving (laughs) (laughs) oh my god she's so funny she's honestly like clearly she drove a lot of the views to the show um, when it started getting traction later because of that um, Egyptian cotton oh my God. scene. Japanese linen. Japanese linen. Oh my God. I'm losing it. Sorry, guys. But they're, but they're not even soft. <laughs> not even soft. Uh, <laughs> oh my it's God. so funny. Again, I just, I love Okay, then. <laughs> love Freckle. And then finally, um, Benicio. Benicio, and then we'll talk about Tatiana. 
we already Honestly, kind of talked about Tatiana, I, I guess. I kind of was assuming we had said all that there is to say about Tatiana because Yeah, no, that's kind of the fair. rest of her character so Benicio, is, um, she doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah, so Benicio. I love him. He's so sweet. Um He's so sweet. He's just I feel bad for oh, him. Oh, absolutely. For a lot of it because it's just like Caleb does not deserve Benicio. No, Caleb is so shitty to him. <laughs> In, like, the most emotionally vacant way. Yeah. It's not like Caleb's purposefully doing it, which they address. It's just, like, this is just who Caleb is, and Benicio knew that going in. Yeah. But it's still, like, Caleb doesn't deserve Benicio. like, Caleb, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. The scene... Where, like, Benicio is sitting outside of the apartment door just crying. Is, yeah. I mean, like, there is a lot of just, like, deeply evocative scenes in this show that um, total runtime is, like, maybe, like, a Hobbit. I think movie. it's, like, an hour 40 minutes. Yeah, like, or just something. a right. It's way less than a Hobbit movie. Like, a feature film that's, like, pushing it. <laughs> exactly. It's, but, but like that one is just like he's sitting out on the doorstep with like balloons and it's it's heartbreaking um i'm glad that yeah they got um, a happy ending but honestly like it it's kind of bittersweet because there's a lot that i don't expect to go right for them after that yeah exactly and i think that's kind of yeah, the point it totally is but my favorite Benicio moment is right before the wedding when he's painting his nails and Billy comes in and talks to him. And Benicio is like, it's not like rebellious or anything. I just think like I like pink and I like when it's on my nails. <laughs> it's so funny. I honestly appreciate it a lot. I love like the way Benicio kind of treats his sexuality and his gender identity, which is just like I am who I am and I don't feel the need to interrogate it as closely. It's really refreshing. And that's just totally seen as like something he doesn't have to interrogate. Yeah, it's just there's no going deep into it or anything. It's just who he is and it's how he is and nobody questions it. Because like again a lot of the things especially for a gender presentation they're so simple. (laughs) We yeah. don't have to continuously gender nail polish. <laughs> exactly. And I it's it's really nice. It's a really nice sentiment. Um it's very 2016 in its sentimentality, but But I still yeah, appreciate it's... it. It still holds up today. I mean the whole thing holds up. It's so funny still. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was like. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I still enjoyed every second of all of it. I I love all of this. Um, I mean, like, even if you explore to his, like, short skits, they're hilarious, too. So um, I just really enjoy the comedy that he had, like, his comedy style. Yeah, Brian Jordan Alvarez is really, really funny. And if you've only seen this, watch some yes. of his other stuff, too. Um, I highly recommend uh, the one where... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Gay people can't tip or something. <laughs> Where they can't do yeah. the math? 
they like they they do like the Pythagorean theorem and they're like what is this side yeah. like why are you bring shapes into it it's so funny <laughs> i recommend any um, any of this content obviously Caleb Gallo first because it's so fucking good if so that's yeah kind of all the main characters but i also want to briefly touch his, on the advisors, advisors and their boyfriends yeah, i i was God. going to oh. mention them next the whole the whole line that's like we're a throuple we're a lesbian centric non-sexual like it's this whole it's thing and they're like and caleb's caleb's like what the hell does that mean and they're like means we have sex with each other more than we have sex with him but we still love him and he's still part of this i love it i the whole scene with his advisors is so good and like I have that video saved in my likes in Tumblr and sometimes I'll just go search it up and watch so it on good. repeat. Um it's so because good. I fucking love the fact that they start the meeting with the student they are advising by holding hands, shaking them in the air and going, We're your advisors. <laughs> That's how it feels though. Honestly. It's just he's like, You guys you guys do this every time. Oh my god, there's so And then they go on this whole, they're like, they figure out a couple of his classes, and then they go on this whole tangent, and then they're like, so what do you need to take? And he's like, that's your job. It's so funny. And he's like, why are there two of you? (laughs) And then their boyfriend comes in. And then he goes on that weird date with Yes. Oh my god, I love that date where He's like, what kind of soda do you want? Orange or red? And then Caleb's like... He goes straight from that to being like, I like to be gagged. Yeah. I'm... And Caleb's like, oh! Well, the thing that gets me is like, just like the side commentary that's just obviously not scripted, where he's like, oh, thank you for opening it. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I love that. It gets me every time. It's, God. The, the, there's not a single character I dislike. Like, honestly. It, it's so good. It's so fucking it's so well written. And just like, God. And we're in a lesbian-centric throuple. Mm. Non-sexual throuple. <laughs> lesbian-centric non-sexual throuple. Oh my god. I can't imagine the dynamics of that. But I just I love Caleb Gallo. And then he invites them all to the wedding. Oh my god, yeah, he does. And his sister is the flower girl and her tits are just out. Oh out. also we've been mentioning a wedding. Um so the series ends with Caleb and Benicio getting married so that uh, Benicio can stay in the States. Yeah. Which, um, like, honestly, again, I've mentioned this in the proposal episode. Fuck it. Defraud the government. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Who whatever. Who cares? Um, Benicio gets, like, so many fun scenes of him just, like, in a dress and loving it. And, like, the wedding is so great. Um, <laughs> Freckle goes, Freckle sings, like, yeah. a Celine Dion song and then forgets that she's getting them married for a second (laughs) which like sits on Len's lap and is like we're in love 
And Lynn's like, we're not. And Rachel's like, we are. It's so funny. The whole wedding is so, so beautiful. Um, <laughs> I love Caleb's mom being like, I'm a doctor, but I'm conservative to one of the guests. I don't remember which one it is. but His, The whole wedding party is so hilarious. Um, so good. It's like all of the main characters plus his parents <laughs> and a random videographer. <laughs> his advisors. And his advisors and their boyfriend. I could not imagine inviting my lesbian advisor's non-sexual throuple partner to my wedding. <laughs> that you went on a yeah. weird date with like a week ago. Which is, oh my god. And then Karen brings her, like, old boyfriend from New York, yeah. Malcolm. And Billy's, like, jealous the whole time. Oh my god. And, like, we cannot not mention the comedy between the scenes of the Karen, Billy, Caleb scenes. The funniest I will actually, I will stand by this. The funny scene in the whole thing is when he's in the bath and then Hungry Ours starts playing and Karen and Billy are making out and then he comes out and stares at them and Karen and Billy are like, get over yeah. here. And then Karen's like, but we're not having sex. <laughs> and then he wakes up the next morning and just screams, yeah. woo! <laughs> and gets out of bed and that's the, leads into the things that are expensive yeah. are worse. <laughs> that like the end of that episode and the beginning of the next episode that is the funniest scent like the funniest sequence oh, yeah. of the whole thing um but i'm also just a big fan of when they're in the car and karen and billy are like fighting <laughs> and trying to like re <laughs> fighting but also making out and then billy starts holding caleb's <laughs> well, Caleb's <laughs> driving yeah it's so funny <laughs> It is so fucking funny. God. I love it. It's so good. But again, it cannot fucking top the filet of fish scene. No, that's the funniest. You have to climb over the <laughs> counter is the best delivery of any line I've ever seen Why in my life. Why were you life. trying to steal a filet of fish? I was a pescatarian at the time. Pescatarian How do you at the... <laughs> steal from a McDonald's? You have to climb You have to climb counter. over the counter. <laughs> She's like wiping away the YouTuber apology tears. She, ha- she has her like hand on her forehead and she's just like she looks so deep in thought and she's just like you have to climb over the counter. It's so good. Oh, if nothing else, watch the advisor scene and the filet of fish scene. It's so good. It is so yeah, like watch those two scenes, but also watch yeah. the whole thing. It's so good. I'm not so saying good. watch the the freckle in the car scene because you've seen it already. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like watch it. It's so good. It's a deeply evocative piece of gay media that's also just solely comedy. Like it's solely comedy, but it also like hits different because it's buy-in yeah. for the community. I mean, there's not a singular character that I related to throughout this. Um, uh-huh. I mean, ideally, I could relate to Freckle, but <laughs> I'm not nearly that funny. So, 
ideally we could all relate to um, no and it's definitely more for the male side of the community which is fine (laughs) which is understandable because that's who it's made Um, by I would prefer him to speak of experiences that he has and understandings that he has through his lens instead of trying to write as a separate point of view trying to make it trying to make it more universal when he doesn't actually have exactly. that experience i prefer i don't know comedy is so much better when it's more personal exactly because when you, yeah that's why this works so well because you know he's lived through it these kinds so of things funny. it's so it's the comedy in life's fuck-ups and yes in the most homosexual of senses uh, <laughs> it's just uh, I We've love it so there. much we're not all Caleb's and thank god thank god for but that. sometimes you're Billy and you have to accept that <laughs> I was literally about to say unfortunately I think I am a Billy in my life sometimes you're Billy <laughs> And sometimes you host a podcast with another Billy. <laughs> and that's fine. That's just how your life is and you have Maybe to Maybe stop stringing along your best friends. <laughs> Take time to examine yourself before you make out with a bunch of people. <laughs> Maybe stop being a bisexual disaster for four seconds yeah, of your life. That's honestly what I say in the mirror every morning getting ready for work it's like please please don't fuck today up and yet we're still distracted by Zendaya so it's fine and sometimes you're a Karen and the world needs you like this is not a discounting of Karens or Lens no, if you are the Karen or Len of your friend group, you are honestly the glue that holds together your friend group. And you're I incredibly you. necessary. And honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like, there needs to be, like, I'm not saying this in the general, like, cultural sense of there needs to be more Karens culturally um, with the under. <laughs> not, not with the stereotype of Karen, but in the Karen of this show. Yeah. There needs to be because more. Otherwise, you like get a sugar daddy that like <laughs> I don't even want to go into it, man. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> it was fun to sit back and like view, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should not be airing other people's dirty laundry. Oh that's God. all that's all I'm gonna say. As as desperately as I want to, yes. I will refrain. We can't all be in two love triangles at once and then have a green card wedding and date our advisor's boyfriend. Nor should we. <laughs> I I again The world the world needs more Karen's and Lens and yeah. less Caleb's. More freckles, just because her chaos is wholly centered around herself yes 
I think on my best days, I'm a freckle, but on my most days, I'm a Billy. I've accepted that the only, like, time I'm going to come close to freckle (laughs) is in gender identity, and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I am the um, spawn of freckle and Len, I believe. Because... (laughs) That's fair. I really hope that it's like honestly that's less that's better than <laughs> where I'm at. You at least have like the responsibility and stuff of lens yeah, from in but there. Also, like... Whereas like I said, I think I'm Freckle and Billy, so I'm just yeah. awful to be around. I think maybe that's why I like Len so much. <laughs> Somewhere I attach myself yeah. onto that. But <laughs> Which is understandable. Make make no mistake. My buy is for real. (laughs) So. Yeah. I am not like co-opting. No, I've just come to terms. I've just come to terms with the fact that I exude only chaotic energy. (laughs) And... We'll live with that. Honestly, for the rest I think of my you life. think that you're more chaotic than you are. <laughs> I think you don't realize how chaotic I am because I don't tell all of you everything oh my God. I do. Rude. I tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> but um I mean I there's this is comedy. Again, we're not gonna tell you every single joke. So <laughs> No, because you need to experience I'm it. I'm not going to word for word everything either, just because a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, it's still funny. I've seen this like four times. Yeah, it's still same. funny every fucking time. And I think maybe it stands again, up again. Maybe it's that so might good. just be from like a relatability standpoint. This is funny because like these are lived experiences. <laughs> In at least some capacity, again, I am not a Caleb, please believe me. (laughs) I am far too depressed to do anything other than leave my bed and get involved in this kind of shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) I think think at my very, very worst times, i.e. Manic episodes. I am a Caleb. Honestly, I think maybe shoot for Freckle at that. But like, I I don't think anybody should be like, I am a Caleb. No, I'm I not know. saying that with pride. I think legitimately at times I am that. <laughs> but um, it's so but, good. Please watch it. <laughs> um, watch it. It's so Just good. Watch it. It's not long at all. Um. And like, God, there's no understating this piece of media if you have not seen it. And like, that's fair. I don't think it's super well known. And I know a lot of the scenes are, but like. But I don't think as a whole, it will not take up like a significant portion of your day at all. Please. It's literally like an hour and a half. This is a lunch break, you know, like. And I also think, like, like I said, I don't know everybody who listens to this, but I know a decent amount of the people who are listening to this. And, like, I know you can relate to this. <laughs> Calling you so up. Watch yeah, it. I, don't, I don't know if, 
anybody that we know listen to this our podcast have seen this I know one has because ah. I watched it with them <laughs> the first time but but other than that I don't know and like watch it I, I, gun to your head watch this <laughs> watch like you know what any listener watch that I'm threatening you now watch this it's pride month watch this <laughs> yeah but I we gotta um, I yeah. don't even really know what you, else to say you've gotta watch it I think um, is our overall ending point watch this it's so fucking good we've spent yeah, it's not- a majority of the episode just reiterating this it's not even like like I feel like a lot of our things are like watch it if you want to. A requirement. But this is like I will fight you to this the is death. Syllabus if you don't required watch this. reading for the podcast from this point on. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> if you don't watch yes. this, you're fired. You're kicked out of the class. You get in and out. I will block you from the Twitter. No more podcasts. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Tweet at us when you've watched this and I will let you follow the podcast again. Other than that, I'm like, fi- I'm finding your IP address and I'm blocking it from Spotify and Apple. <laughs> you will not be listening to an episode further until you've completed this. Anonymous is back. I'll get them on it. But <laughs> again, mm-hmm. like, this is so good. It deserves as many views as it can possibly get. I mean, like, it's on Amazon Prime now. Yes. If you don't use YouTube, but you use Amazon Prime, I don't know. It's on YouTube. Who are you? Please watch this. Please. Please. It's so good. But... I think that's it for this episode. We've kind of just resorted to begging. So. Yeah. Um, so join us next week. We're going to watch a classic Pride movie to Wong Fu. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited <laughs> to watch it and I'm talk about it. I'm excited for you to view it. Uh, <laughs> I've been... I- up until um, recently, I've been working home from home, so I've ran through a lot of our uh, our upcomings. So very I'm understandable. Um, and then follow us on Twitter at Dumbbinge. We're going to be putting up binge. links to donation funds that are. At needing more donations at the time. I know there's a lot of bail funds that are currently getting more donations that they can handle. So. Yes. So we'll be putting up some donation links. Specifically, I will say do not Minnesota. Yes. donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund because they're like and overwhelmed. Honestly, we don't want to put them through more work than they have to do right now as it stands. Um, exactly. If worse comes to worse exactly. and you want to donate before that tweet goes out, there are several links all over <laughs> everywhere. Like, you can't not find it. Uh, Literally, just go on Twitter, go on both of our Twitters. I know we've both retweeted a bunch yes. of links and stuff. Just, it's not hard to find. 
please donate if you have the capacity to. There's if several not, links share for um, several different organizations that take um, general donations and then split them up between other bail funds that need them mo- the most at the time. So if worse comes to worse, that is the smartest yeah. way that you can donate. But again, always check the validity of things as well. I know there's a lot of funds open in people's names that are not receiving that money and they have no idea that they even exist. So use caution. We're going to be researching thoroughly before we post any links. But again, any state-sanctioned bail funds are great. Besides Minnesota, they are completely overwhelmed. Um, As someone from the area, I... And I know this is newly set up. The Chicago Bail Fund is still available and is in desperate need, just regardless. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I also want to say for a minute, there isn't a bail fund yet, but I expect there will be some funds soon. Not a bail fund, but a young woman was killed in the yeah. Davenport, Iowa protests recently. So I expect some proceeds will be going to that and that's local yeah. for me so i would like to again see we're gonna going be well. sending out some links uh, on our twitter at dumb binge binge uh relatively soon we'd appreciate any <laughs> help anybody can give i know we're in a very precarious yeah, time financially even... given the pandemic but anything can help um yeah, even if you can't donate, some, just share Somebody some that you have access to, even if you think that you don't have access to a great number of people, will be able to have funds that they can give to these people. It Exactly. Especially when um, the people that are holding these individuals are the aggressors. I would like to have enough money to get them out on bail as soon as possible. Um. exactly and like we touched on before we do have a whole pride month lined up and we are going to stick to that um but as people in that community it is our job to hold up other marginalized communities and help them as much as we can so we will be you will be hearing a lot about this this month and yeah we're not not going to apologize for this it's necessary um (laughs) People are yeah. being just murdered in the street for protesting a murder in the street. Yeah, straight um, up. There's so And unless you're a member of the Black community, I don't want to see any excuses of I don't want to hear this for my mental health because you're not a victimized um, individual for this instance. Exactly. And it's like, as someone who struggles with mental health issues, even if you're struggling with your mental health Mm -hmm. because of this, you can still share stuff. You can still do what you can. There's no excuse. There's no fucking excuse unless you're a racist, in which case we don't want to be affiliated with you in any way. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, bootlicker. Die. I will see you in hell. Um. Yeah, there's just no. And there's no fucking reason. We're we're not gonna hide the fact that we feel this way. It is. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and just disgusting that 
people have to live their lives like this. And um, just last month, white people were on the steps of government buildings with assault rifles protesting the coronavirus and were not met with anything. And nothing happened to them. And now there's people, particularly black people and their allies, protesting completely peacefully and mm-hmm. being tear gassed and shot at. So, and even then, it's awful. If anybody that's listening finds legitimate uh, funds that we are not aware of or GoFundMe's for people, especially I want to help the people that have been shot by rubber bullets and have had severe retinal damage. If there's any legitimate GoFundMe's for that. Um, And I know there's a lot of homeless individuals that have been victimized by police as a statement against protesters or homeless individuals who have tackled assault rifle wielding individuals and have been arrested. I would like to don't (laughs) spread awareness for their causes specifically as well. Um, Yeah, if there's links and stuff that you want us to spread that we haven't already please let us know and a lot of people are in need especially now and if there's anything that we can do to even like slightly lessen the financial burden on these individuals let us know (laughs) we're gonna wholeheartedly uh support that yeah but until next week (laughs) this this feels so disingenuous but um thank you for listening (laughs) um yeah join us next time we plug our twitter every week you should Um, know it by now um i will briefly say for both of us we both work for the state we cannot go to protests because we could lose our jobs but we are doing what we can by sharing i've donated a little bit where i can i don't have a lot to donate but just I just want to make it clear that if I could be at the protests I absolutely would but I will um, lose my job again as we've stated multiple times previously we're in no position to be losing our jobs so exactly it's not people aren't hiring right now for obvious reasons but like with our limited reach, again, we are doing as much as we are able. So please, please support, support if you're able to. If you know in any, any way that um, you can. Resources that you feel like are uh, less well known as the bail funds, please reach out. We would love to be able to like even spread this to two more people. As long as long as someone can help, exactly, we want to be able to help them find them. <laughs> Exactly. So again, this has been thank something. you for.